Well, good morning or good afternoon, depending on where you are in Radioland, and welcome to the Dr. Fred Says Show, where we bring you live from Miami, Florida, Dr. Fred Valdez. And we speak about the state of health in the world these days, and we do a lot of shows on essential oils. And today, Dr. Fred Valdez is going to carry on that oil topic, but it's going to be related to an overview of high blood pressure and the essential oil connection. So if you're not familiar with Dr. Fred Valdez, he teaches part-time at a medical school close to Miami. His background is emergency medicine. Excuse me, it's dry up here. And he has spent many years studying complementary medicine. Within his team are doctors, chiropractors, therapists, alternative healthcare practitioners, and professional athletes. And he does a lot of research for our shows, and we appreciate his, his time doing that, and we appreciate your time listening to our show. So on that note, I'm going to pass the call over to you, Dr. Fred Valdez. Well, thank you, Denise. Uh, and this is a topic, you know, your introduction is, is very uh, very appropriate, uh, you know, the health topics in the world. Uh, well, I, I want to talk a little bit about, give an overview first, on, on uh, blood pressure and high blood pressure. And, and you know, basically it, it's an epidemic uh, form, uh, uh, not only in the United States, but I'm pretty sure in Canada as well and other countries. Um, so uh, by definition, you know, blood pressure is from the pressure of the arteries uh, becomes too high. And, and the arterial wall actually is, it becomes distorted uh, and it causes extra stress on the heart. You know, the heart is a pump. When the pressure is high, then the heart has to work harder. Now, long-term high blood pressure, of course, increases the risk of stroke, heart attack, and diabetes, as a matter of fact. Uh, now, the causes of high blood pressure include a you know, high-salt diet, and that's still, the jury's still in on that. Uh, they say there are some people that are salt-sensitive and some are not. But, but again, a diet that's low in salt, uh, it's, it's healthy. It's indicated. Uh, now, emotional stress, and, and that's a huge connection to what we're going to talk about as far as the oils because there are stressors uh, that affect uh, our, heart, our pressure and heart health in general. Now, alcohol, caffeine, uh, in excess, of course, and smoking, of course. Uh, smoking narrows the, arter- the arteries, and, and it causes the heart to work harder, increasing the, the pressure. Obesity, absolutely, inactivity. Uh, birth control pills have been known to increase uh, high blood pressure and heavy metal poisoning. Uh, and, again, that, that's... That's a whole different topic uh, right there. Now, you know, before we go on, Denise, I, I like to just uh, do the disclaimer first. And, and we always do this because it's the right thing to do. Well, folks, uh, any products that we mention here are not meant to treat, diagnose, mitigate, cure, prevent any diseases. We have to do that to comply with FTC regulations and so on and so forth. And now, all that said, there's a growing, growing uh, uh, mountain of evidence demonstrating that uh, there are some essential oils that contribute to lowering blood pressure and, and to overall health uh, on the heart. So all that said, uh, let me just give you some numbers. Uh, you know, blood pressure ranges include, you know, 120 over 80 is the average adult resting blood pressure in the United States. But uh, in the last few years, uh, the doctors, are, we are now saying uh, that you could be pre-hypertensive. In other words, uh, depending on age, if you're 24, 25 years old or so, which is not old, you know, uh, and, and you have a little bit over 120 over 80, we're calling that prehypertension, which is the numbers of 120 to 139 over 80 over 89. 
So, you know, the amazing thing is that we are beginning to treat patients with hypertension medication even at that point uh, to prevent high blood pressure in your 30s or in your 40s. So it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a, of a reach. Uh, in, my, in my opinion, it's a little bit of insanity uh, to start treating people when you could have some other ways to reduce uh, blood pressure. Uh, other than prescription uh, drugs, which, as we know, do have a, a, a huge number of side effects. Uh, we have what's called a stage uh, 1 high blood pressure, which is anything over 140 or, uh, to 159, over 90 or 99. And, of course, stage 2 is above that. And, of course, high blood pressure, you know, one of the main contributors of, of, uh, of heart attacks. And, uh, you know, another cause that's not mentioned here, obviously, is what we call familial hypertension, which is genetic-induced. Uh, uh, and, of course, you know, that we cannot do anything about. But all that said, some of the other factors we can absolutely do something about to reduce uh, high blood pressure uh, and, and at least contribute to the reduction of high blood pressure. Let me give you an example. Uh, the medications used to treat high blood pressure uh, in the United States alone, in the year 2014, surpassed uh, the 43 billion with a B dollars. Uh, okay, uh, so you know, I, I you know, I tell my students uh, when I lecture at the university, I said, you know, seven of the first ten patients are going to be on these three medications, and and, and I know I'm right. Uh, and one of those medications is going to be an antihypertensive. They're going to be on the centerpril or, or, you know, one of the beta blockers and so on, and medications that are used to treat high blood pressure. So pretty much it's an epidemic. So, you know, are there, are there choices that we can take? Absolutely. You know, as, as far as diet, uh, uh, by, by the way, I, I want to also uh, make a point here that we do have uh, high blood pressure that has no symptoms. Okay, it increases, uh, and you have very little warning signs. Uh, and then we start getting the chest pains, confusion, headaches, uh, ear noise, you know, ringing in the ear sometimes, uh, that's a sign of high blood pressure. And, and arrhythmias, you know, get a regular heartbeat, uh, sometimes a nosebleed could be a sign of high blood pressure, or you feel tired, or, or any vision changes is something that I advise to, to seek uh, medical advice. Uh, now, again, let me make a point here. Uh, before we get into the oils and so on, that medical advice is recommended, folks. Uh, by no means I'm suggesting you replace your high blood pressure medication with any oils. Of course, I'm not saying that. Always seek medical advice, Always, uh, and even more so, seek someone who has a knowledge of, uh, of holistic medicine, a doctor who's, who has knowledge of holistic medicine and who has knowledge of natural alternative medicine uh, and follow that, that advice. Uh, now, as far as food, you know, many, many studies uh, in the last few years have demonstrated that high-fiber foods, you know, unprocessed foods high in fiber like vegetables and fruits and seeds uh, should be the basis of any healthy diet uh, as far as when we talk about high blood pressure. Uh, also, low-sodium foods, uh, you know, excess salt consumption uh, does raise blood pressure, uh, limited uh, to no more than 1,500 to 2,000 milligrams daily. And don't forget the hidden sources of salt. Uh, you know, sometimes we avoid the, the, the shaker, the salt shaker, uh, but there's foods that are very high in salt. Denise, let me give you, maybe the show will be a little longer today because this is a, a very expensive topic. 
But uh, give you an example, you know, a, a popular juice. I don't know if they have it in Canada. You know, I'm sure they do. V8, right? Uh, veggie juice. Oh, yeah. Very healthy they do. for you, right? They do. Okay. Well, uh, one time by mistake, uh, some years back, I bought a bottle of V8 at a gas station on my way. I wanted to drink something healthy while I was driving. And I, uh, I opened it before I started to drive. I took a sip, and I thought it had gone bad. I thought, oh, my God, this went bad. I went back to the gas station, and I told the guy, I said, hey, this is bad. This is really rotten. It tastes awful. And then he, he started smiling. And he knew what the, the reason was. He, he said, did you read the label? And I said, what do you mean read the label? So I read the label, and it happened to be the, the salt-free V8. <laughs> now, the difference in taste between the, the, the one with salt and the salt-free it's like day and night. It's almost like you don't want to drink the healthy one, right? The salt-free V8, because it tastes awful. So you know, salt is a uh, is, is very addictive, but it makes let's let's face it, it makes our food taste good. So we have to adjust our taste buds to excessive amount of salt. But again, that's that's a whole topic in itself. But we don't have time to go into that today. But just wanted to throw that story in because I thought it was kind of cute. Uh, high potassium foods, uh, potassium counteracts the effect of sodium. Okay. And it helps lower blood pressure. So you have to include foods like melons, avocados, and bananas. Uh, actually, oranges too are very high in potassium. Uh, and the omega-3s, you know, and we've done shows on the Moringa side of our company uh, that, you know, our super mix uh, drink, uh, the Moringa Lefero drinks, uh, contain the omega-3 uh, fatty acids that are great. Uh, and also dark chocolate. <laughs> and that's good news. I'm sure that's good news for a lot of people. You know, dark chocolate is actually healthy for you. Uh, look for a dark chocolate that contains at least 200 milligrams of cocoa phenols, uh, and that also can help reduce uh, high blood pressure. Uh, so, you know, all that said, as far as diet, uh, there are some oils uh, that actually are, are good, that, that, that could be uh, factors uh, for high blood pressure. Uh, lavender, uh, yin-yang, clary sage, and frankincense, and, and a couple more. Now, yin-yang, the pronunciation, I, I, I'm always, uh, you know, dubious on, on how, how to pronounce uh, the, the yin-yang. It's not yin-yang. It's got an L in the middle, so I don't know if it's from a long line, but I'll call it yin-yang for now. So, uh, you know, these oils are, are, are really beneficial. And, and, you know, one thing that I always say, Denise, when it comes to stuff like this, there is no downside. You know, if there's no downside to something like this, and of course, again, let me reemphasize, folks, always consult your physician before going on a diet, before taking any supplements, but preferably someone who's knowledgeable in nutrition and holistic medicine. Uh, doesn't have to be an MD, but uh, at least a healthcare provider that's knowledgeable in those fields. So, you know, lavender is probably one of the, 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 the oils that are used the most and uh, one of the most researched oils is lavender. And, and uh, you can use lavender in very, very effective uh, methods. Uh, lavender is high in alcohols and esters, and it has a calming and gentle effect on the body. Uh, so, you know, it's an anti-stressor. Uh, it, it works in your nervous system, and it balances your nervous system. And again, don't forget, one of the causes for high blood pressure are stressors that we face daily. Uh, so uh, lavender is considered, you know, as a grandmother, it's being called that, of all essential oils. It has a supportive and soothing effect on the body as well as your emotions. Uh, it's also an effective antidote for treating depression. And, and you know, 
It's all pipe, folks. You know, depression, a bad day, uh, you know, bad day on the job, bad day at work, it's also tied to high blood pressure. We, we tend to think that depression tends to lower your blood pressure. No, it's quite the opposite. Uh, if, you are, if you have depression, it tends to raise your blood pressure because you are worried that you are depressed. I don't know, it sounds like a, like a, a word game, but, but it's true. So, uh, you know, unbalanced emotions on nervous disorders uh, can raise your blood pressure. So lavender helps you uh, release, you know, positive mental energy, and it helps uh, the soothing uh, stress behavior, uh, and, and it helps uh, to place a factor in, in lowering uh, high blood pressure. Uh, also, the yin-yang, uh, the, the, the fancy name for yin-yang, the scientific name is Kananga odorata. Uh, and um, this one's a little more complicated, but it does have a, a hypotensive, which means lowering blood pressure, and calming nature. Uh, it's also rich in esters and alcohols, uh, and this is why the properties resemble those of lavender. It, it, again, has a very uh, common effect, and it clears, clears nervous tension. That often causes high blood pressure. Uh, other oils that might help, uh, chamomile. Uh, you know, we've known chamomile. Uh, I remember taking chamomile uh, when I was in medical school, uh, you know, to relieve anxiety from the day or final exams and all that. I remember brewing uh, a chamomile tea for, you know, all my buddies, and uh, we studied all night and, and put a pot of chamomile tea. And, and just the smell of it, folks, I remember the smell of chamomile soothing and, and, and lowering you, your anxiety levels, which, you know, anxiety, of course, raises your blood pressure. And then one that we talked about last week, that is bergamot. And, you know, bergamot, the more we study and the more we see bergamot, the more we find out, the, the more uses we find out for bergamot essential oil. Uh, and also a, a couple more here, uh, frankincense. Again, frankincense, uh, incense, folks, is, is an oil that goes back to biblical times, like most oils do. Uh, it helps, uh, uh, it stops mental chatter and agitation. Uh, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you have what's called mental chatter, right? You know, you got all kinds of things going through your head, and you can't stop them. It's like watching a movie; you can't stop. Uh, folks, that is a sign that that's a, a demonstration that that's an expression of high blood pressure. So you know, you should always check that. Uh, and then one called neroli. Uh, neroli uh, offers strength and comfort. What releases, uh, you know, repressed emotions from your body. And, again, repressed emotions, that means what we keep inside. Uh, you know, all, the, all those pressures that we keep inside will raise your blood pressure. Uh, so we have a lot of different stressors that can raise blood pressure, and these oils can absolutely uh, play a role in lowering uh, blood pressure. How do we use these oils? My goodness, there's a lot of different ways to use these oils. You can combine them. You can, you can put, put two or three drops of lavender, two or three drops of frankincense in your hand. You can rub them on your chest, okay, where your heart is. Exactly. You can rub them on your neck. Uh, you can do aromatherapy, and that, that's a great, great way to do oils. You can rub them behind your ears, behind your neck. Lavender, folks, uh, so you can drink lavender tea. You can, you can uh, I suggest the, the Seeds uh, Daily Tea, which is a liver detox. And one thing you can do is you can boil water, make the tea, and put a couple of drops of lavender. Uh, and, and, you know, the smell alone, the, the aroma alone is going to make you feel better. So you can do them internally as well. Uh, but aromatherapy and rubbing on the chest, bottom of the feet, uh, rubbing on the wrist, behind the ears, behind the neck, it's absolutely a way that it has 
no, it's no losing scenario here. It's it's a win win thing. That uh, you can do that has no problems at all with anything else, uh, no contraindications with any medications you may be taking, and so on. And, and they can play a role in lowering high blood pressure. And eventually, at some point, your goal, folks, your goals with high blood pressure is to either reduce the amount of drugs that you take for high blood pressure or stop them altogether. You know, once you've been checked by your physician and your blood pressure is you know, reach levels that are normal for your age and all that, uh, then, you know, stay with the oils. Not a problem here. And, and uh, you know, it's not just the cost of the medication, the prescription drugs that, that everybody uses, but it's also the, the avoidance of the side effects that are caused by all these medications. Now, we have decided that, yes, oils will play a role. Let me just briefly cover why uh, the male oils from CG International are so unique and so different. Uh, Denise, I was on the call last night uh, with Dr. Plant, who's our medical, uh, medical, uh, the head of our medical department, uh, advisor, and, and, and uh, he has produced a lot of these oils and a lot of these technologies with AGX oils and all that. And it was phenomenal. We have to do a show on, on the AGX technology again because it's really, really revealing. There's a lot of revealing stuff on the show last night. But why are the amino oils different, folks? Well, they are the only clinical-grade oils in the market. Amel is a division of a parent company called Fija International. And Fija International is a nutritional company that was founded by Ken Brailsford, who's an icon in the wellness industry. He's a man who's more than proven, uh, had taken two companies to the billion-dollar level in sales, was retired, and, and we've covered that in other shows when we talk about Moringa and the foundation of Fiji International. Fiji, about a year and a half, opened the male division of essential oils, and they are the only clinical-grade essential oils in the market. That means it's the same potency uh, uh, that we're using in all the clinical trials that have been conducted in the last 10 years or so, and they're currently being conducted on, on many different oils. Uh, also, they are Cert 5. That means they have a, 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 another five steps extra, a vetting process that ensures where the oil comes from, uh, who is it, who, what plantation did it come from, the vendors for the oils, uh, the, the testing of the oils. And, and by the way, Mayo has their own testing and production facilities. Uh, they don't buy oils from, from a third party and then resell them. Uh, they, it, it's a vertical operation. It's all produced by Fija slash Ameo uh, division. Uh, also, each bottle has a number on the bottom. It's the only company that has that, where you can uh, put that number, input that number on the website, and it gives you a complete background on that specific batch, on that specific bottle. It tells you where it came from. It tells you exactly when it was packed and so on and so forth. Everything you want to know about that oil it's on that uh, trace that you can do on the website. And, folks, uh, you know, oils, all these oils are very complex entities. I know they smell good, and I know we can just do them because of the smell. It's, it's way, way beyond the smell. It's a very, oils are very, very complex entities. And, and they, uh, oils actually penetrate the skin and, go in, and they work at the cell level, which is what they should be. And, and uh, we have technology that has, proven, uh, published studies that, that show what the amel oils do when they get into the cell level, how long do they stay there, what happens when the cell divides, and so on and so forth. So it's, it's a very, very complex 
a science that, that we are the cutting edge of that with all different technologies and how we do our oils and so on and so forth. Uh, so much so that the Amel Division, the CJ Flash Amel, has attracted top authorities in the world on essential oils, like Dr. Penuel, who's now a member of our advisory board. He's a French medical doctor who has more than 40 years' experience in essential oils, uh, who was attracted to CJ International. We didn't go seek for him. He actually came to us. And, uh, attracted because of the quality of the oils that we have. So, uh, Denise, this is a show for today. Uh, we're going to expand a little bit more on ATX down the road and, and some of the other oils and different topics. So if you have any comments to that, uh, I'll pass the show back to you. Well, thank you. Interesting as usual. Um, would you like to give the audience your email address? You went through quite a bit of information, and we know that blood pressure is a big topic. So perhaps someone has a question for you. Would that be okay? Absolutely. Uh, my email is Fred Valdez, the number five six at gmail.com. Fred Valdez with an S, not a Z, the number five six at gmail.com. Well, thank you so much. And we'd like to say to our audience, continued um, watching of the show, we much appreciate. And next week, Dr. Fred Valdez will be back at the same time with a new topic, and it will be of interest to all of us, I'm sure, too. So thank you again, everyone, and have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Bye-bye.